And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Your ornery, fur-bearing rebel! Oh, why couldn't you morons have stayed home today? <laughs> Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to bring it in with that line. Can you tell we're driving in the snow? It's Hobbit time. Yeah. And it's shitty weather in Rochester. It's cold as hell. It's snowing. The roads are filled with Christmas time morons. But it doesn't matter. We're going down the street to see the Hobbit, and I'm pretty psyched. I am too. Um, I said I've heard good and bad reviews. And there's always good and bad reviews. And I have my problems with the first Hobbit movie. I have my problems with there being three Hobbit movies, but we can go into that later. Um, but, you know, I'm of the mind that as long as you want to put me in the realm of Middle Earth on the screen, I'll, I'll go to it. I'll spend the time there. So, yeah, I'm up for another three hours of Peter Jackson nerdgasms. I like The Lord of the Rings. I was entertained by him, but I wasn't you know, in love with them as movies. I thought they were very good and probably did as best a job as... Nice little slide there. Um, As you could do with The Lord (laughs) of the Rings as far as actually making it into a movie was quite an accomplishment. Yeah. But I didn't, like, get involved with the characters and stuff like that, but that wasn't actually something that I really was too worried about. There were too many characters... You got into their stories more than the characters. They were sort of figures. But The Hobbit, oh my god, I love The Hobbit. And I skipped it in the theater. And I regret it. So I'm looking forward to this. If this is half as fun as I had watching... That's the thing. When I watched The Hobbit, I was having a riot throughout the whole thing. It was just charming. It was a charming movie. Particularly that first movie. Because that's some of my favorite chapters in the book. Is the whole gathering at Bilbo's house and the dwarves merriment and you know we had the whole chip the chip the glasses or smash the, the plates. plates yeah song and, Bilbo Baggins hates yeah and it looks like they're gonna pack a lot into this one um I guess we're gonna get the spiders and uh some of what is it Boren the werebear guy and hopefully some more Radagast and that's what I, I hear there's more Radagast so that's that's the price of admission for me man I love me some Radagast the gray with his mushrooms and his little animals. Yeah, that's so right. Up, that's that's right where living in a tree. That's that's my trajectory. <laughs> but I I really don't know how I haven't been this psyched to see a movie in a little in a little while. I've been like looking forward to them and I mean like Thor, the the last Thor movie. I was looking forward to seeing that, but I'm really psyched to see this. Oh, yeah. I, I'm hoping that I'm going to have a very fun cinema experience and um, Scott's girlfriend was supposed to be with us but she has a long ass drive to get here and yeah, obviously man. the weather's really bad 
thinking she's not going to make it. So, uh. so depending on 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 her when when she's coming out, we may or may we, you may hear back from us in the car, or you may hear back from us at Five Guys, five guys. having a little. Having a little damn, damn, damn. <laughs> fries and bike back. And, and uh, fries and bike back, and we'll give you a little description of uh, The Hobbit, The Decimation of Smog. The Hobbit 2. Now, hobbits are peace loving folks, you know. They're never in a hurry, and they take things slow. They don't like to travel away from home. They just like to eat and be left alone. But one day Bilbo was asked to go on a big adventure to the caves below to help some dwarves get back their gold that was stolen by a dragon in the days of old Bilbo. Bilbo. All right, we are out of the movie. Yes. Unfortunately for you guys, you won't hear the loud rock and roll music of five guys and hear us chomping and chowing because... Scotty's girlfriend's on the way. We hope, yeah, hopefully safely. Hopefully safely. It's pretty nasty out here. Got a good amount of snowfall coming. It's cold. But, uh... God damn, what a movie, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, still processing, I guess. But... I can see where that review that you read yesterday where they said... When a bad movie can be good, although I'm not saying this is a bad movie good, because I think this was a good movie, but if he thought The Hobbit was a good movie that was good and this was even better than it, yeah. still a bad movie, he was barking up the right tree, because it's sort of weird, because the narrative structure is all spread over three movies. Yeah, basically. So you're watching a chapter. And you're actually watching in this one, you're watching... Practically three separate movies. Three separate stories anyway, sort of going. Um, which is kind of cool. I and mean, we get big view into the elves world. and I gotta tell you something. off doing some stuff. And... I ain't as excited about the elves as everybody else is compared to Gandalf. Like Gandalf's story is the most intriguing to me. Yeah. Because it's a crazy shit and they got Radagast. And it's and the one the you dwarves, didn't really get to see in the book at all. I mean. Right, right. And then the dwarves' story secondary. The elves, I could really care less about the elves. Me too, and having Legolas come back in, I just, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. He's sort of there for that. But, man, the action sequences in this are masterful. It's, um... Yeah, I have, I have a small issue with them, and it's just personal taste, I think, more than anything else. But they're just... And this is going to sound stupid, but... I, I guess I like my fantasy fights to be a little less fantastical. Well, that's you see, that's uh, they're just I'm a little too cartoony. Yeah, I'm going the opposite way of you because that's how I wanted them. Yeah. I wanted them to be like The Hobbit. The Hobbit is more cartoony story. Yeah. Anyway, so I like the elves uh, although in general. I, was, I don't mind super ninja elves, but I just think they pour it on a little too thick sometimes. <laughs> well, compared to what I mean, they were do they were shooting through people's heads through other people to get other people in Lord of the Rings so yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, their ninja skills are established but um, I, yeah I just like that it's more cartoony I mean they keep the action rolling in this right up until the bitter end smog yeah, is I mean that that's the price of admission there for me just to see that and they nailed it I mean that was that is gonna there should go down in history as an epic that's the best dragon, dragon I've seen ever. 
Uh, he talks and he has yeah. facial expressions <laughs> yeah, like a great. real dragon like I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. See, the two things I dreaded about The Hobbit, well, one, I was griping about it being three movies. I was like, oh, man, they're going to take the barrel scene and they're going to turn it into a video game, which and, is and exactly they what <laughs> they, they did. did. But I liked it. But I enjoyed the hell out of it. At, at, at that point, I was like kind of inviting it to become a, a video game scene and it was it was very but you know what I like about this the old Peter Jackson bloodthirsty whimsy is back yeah there's I mean, some good beheadings and there's that that I was thinking about that a lot he wants to put the gore in there he so bad does, man. I, I can't so believe how much bad. he even gets away with I, yeah I just got thinking about it and back in like the day in the 90 you know 80s and stuff he was like, all about the comedy gore well but I mean just generally movies in the 80s and stuff like the worst thing you would ever see on screen in an R-rated movie would be a beheading that was like the pinnacle of mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. deaths in mm-hmm. you know an 80s horror movie and now it's just like Orc heads flying everywhere. Yeah. PG thirteen is just crazy. Good up on that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I, I was just very happy that that when they go into Mirkwood, the spiders rocked. Too. The spiders Even better rocked. Than in, in Lord of the Rings, I and and I liked how. As soon as they got into Mirkwood, it became like this hallucinogenic weirdness. Yeah, that was neat. And I don't necessarily remember if that was in the book or not, but it was, yeah, just basically the atmosphere of Mirkwood makes you go all loopy and see things. And they captured that really well. And then (laughs) when you pour Bilbo, you know, under the influence of the ring, on top of the hallucinogenic, and I love... That as soon as he's under the ring, he can understand what the spiders are saying. Yeah, yeah. And then that really captured the feel of the book for me. Yeah. And that they definitely played that up a lot of kind of like the dark, you know, Bilbo kind of going into the dark side a little bit. Yeah. I mean, this, I mean, Peter Jackson has really got the sword and sorcery movie down. And to the complaints of, like, story being muddled or whatever, that's sword and sorcery. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and this is this is a Dungeons & Dragons adventure. Yeah, I mean, it's a Which I'm not formula. interested in. And goddamn, I'm interested in it, in this. <laughs> you know, okay, we have to capture this stone and that, you know, blah, blah, blah. All of it, I, I, it, it sucked me in, and I don't get sucked into that stuff. I usually laugh it off as, oh, did you kill the big monster yet? Yeah. A couple of nitpicks, and we're obviously in way spoiler territory, but, like, the whole... Looks like Smog is going to go down with some artillery piece as opposed to just, you know, Bard and... That, that's the part I don't... That's the part I don't like. I don't like him giving the whole story to the archer <coughs> and stuff because I loved how... And spoiler, 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 spoiling into the next movie. Yeah. We know who's killing Smog. Yeah, you know. Um... <laughs> And I liked the in the book. It was sort of like, oh yeah, and there was this guy. <laughs> yeah, it was very. Brief in the middle of a huge battle, he shot his one humble arrow up, you know, to the. But that you know, they're setting it up into a big backstory, and yeah, and that's what Ben Peter Jackson's been all about, if nothing else, is fleshing out the parts, you know, uh, the more obscure parts of the movies or the books that you know, was only delved into later by Tolkien or in appendixes and stuff, which I have no problem with. I said, I'd love to see as much Middle Earth as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to navigate us out here safely. I'm all into it. I, I, 
really think they've packed all the story into these first two movies. I can't see what's going to happen I, I in the know. movie I mean, in the in the story except for three hours of battle. All right, so I think actually we should wind this up so we get home alive. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Um, but no. <laughs> uh, if you couldn't tell, highly recommend um, Smog. I'm imagining... Desolation of Smog. Yes, I'm going to have to since... I wonder what the third uh, subtitle is going to be. I'll all probably out fucking all-out battle of... <laughs> battle of five armies. Yeah. Of, a, of a dragon. Bjorn the Bear Man was pretty good, too. Yes, I um, liked Bjorn the Bear Man. Definitely good effects. And, uh, yeah, um, definitely worth a matinee and probably more. There were definitely yeah. a couple spots in there I wouldn't have minded seeing in good old 3D. But uh, uh, not enough it. to make me... They actually did a couple more 3D gags in this, like intentionally throwing stuff to the screen. I like think. a head? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, that was a good one. Yeah, but, that's the one I would have liked to have seen. But, uh, yeah, I don't miss I don't miss seeing it in 3D. I actually kind of enjoy seeing it in, in good old 2D. Yeah. Um, another, another, another little quibble is uh, heat. <laughs> there should have been a bunch of people burned or crisp because there were conditions. It's very yeah. much like in episode 3. When you're around molten metal like that, yeah, it's, hundreds it's of tons of molten level metal, and you're going through like a tunnel, and there's molten metal under it, you're basically in an oven. <laughs> yeah, most movies have pretty much blanket discarded yeah. that science. Yeah, these days. <laughs> yeah, you know, when fire flies on either side of you, you <laughs> still get cooked to a crisp. But okay, you <laughs> a plastic bag to see through the front window. That's what it's like in the. Western New York and being poor. <laughs> All right. Well, our breath and talking is fogging up the windshield and <laughs> ruining our chances of getting alive. Scotty's using a CD case to scrape the ice off the inside of the window. Hello, so it's in New York. only it's, the fucking Hobbit can make me come out on a day like this. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm not stepping outside <laughs> another second after we get home. All right, everybody. See you the next time they release a tentpole movie. You can sponsor an episode of this or any other of your favorite Two True Freaks affiliated shows. Simply click the PayPal link on our website, donate any amount at all, tell us which show you're choosing and what message, if any, you'd like us to read on your behalf, and you will be an official sponsor of that show's very next episode, with your message read in the show's opener. It's that easy, and there is no minimum donation. Be a show sponsor today. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Welcome to Amazon. I love you. <laughs> Visit our brand new website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. Join our forum at ForumForGeeks.com, where you can discuss all of the shows on our feed with us and your fellow listeners. 
You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. Dumbass. And hey, you can friend me, Scott Gardner, on Facebook too. My name is spelled S-C-O-T-T-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. You can friend me on Facebook too, if you can find me. Now available, Two True Freaks t-shirts. See our website for details. Two True Freaks is a very proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can check that out at www.comicspodcast.com, where you can hear our new episodes when we put them up. We are also members of the League of Comic Book Podcasts. For more information, visit comicbooknoise.com league. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? Thanks for listening, and join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.